You are listening to the Fire and Lunch Podcast. As a reminder to those listeners wishing to remain unspoiled for the books, run. This is an all-spoiler podcast. All published books and novellas are fair game. Thanks. And who are you, the proud face said that I must eat this pie? In the Westerosi justice system, the people are represented by two separate and clearly not equal groups. The accusers, who will use any means necessary to get their man, and the accused, whose head will look nice on a spike. These are their stories. Hello, we are Fire and Lunch. Welcome to the PieCast. This is episode six, The Laws of Gods and Men. And I'm Rachel. I'm Jenny. I'm Lauren. I'm Katie. I'm Megan. And I'm Jess. So part one, getting to know us. Uh, Everybody wants to know how we met each other. So how did we meet each other, guys? Because I kind of don't remember. (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, they were doing the food trucks, um, the promotion for the first season, and we were all periodically on Winners Coming, and Phil decided to have a moot at the... Um, for the last day of the food trucks, so and then uh, meet up afterwards, and so we all went there. Well, five of us went there. Five of you went there. Yeah. Um, but I didn't. Talk I, rem- to, I only talked to you, Jenny. I didn't talk to the, well, yes. the rest of you at all. No, no, like, we all did. Because when I got there, I was freaking out because I was I'd been here for like two months and I didn't know anyone. And I was like, this is weird. And I get there and I'm like, I'm gonna leave. I don't know what I'm doing here. And then all of a sudden, Rachel turns around and she's like. Hey! And I was like, thank God I can stay. Someone's talking to me. <laughs> and by there, you meant you've been in New York for two months. So yes. This is really like when you first moved here. Yes. And so there was a big crowd of people like a little bit away from us. And Rachel was like, oh, they're all talking to the Night of Flowers. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, oh, look, Finn. Okay. Yeah, Finn came to our moot, you guys. We, we go way back with Finn. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Megan and I thought you two knew each other. No. Megan and I were convinced that you two knew each other because you just seemed like you were talking so much. We just thought you were friends like the way me and Megan were friends. So you guys were sitting over at that one table with everybody. And I w- me and Jenny were having this conversation about Robin Hobb. With, with this, British Paul. With British Paul. <laughs> That's right. That was all I know him as. Yes. Thanks, British Paul, because you started an obsession of mine. And, yes. and then, yeah, you got, and then everybody, so it was. Jess was there, and Megan was there, and Lauren was there, but I don't remember you guys at all. I remember... I remember them. I remember I remember Fran. Fran. We we making fun of your, <laughs> I remember uh, Fran. Your, your shirt, because, you know, the Greyjoy shirt looks like a uterus. Yeah, you were the yeah. one. Were you the one calling it my uterus shirt? Yeah, I, I was, so. I was annoyed. No, because we were all there till the bitter <laughs> end, and Phil came back, and he was like, I'm really impressed you guys are still talking about the books. And then we all took a picture together, and it was... Yeah, I remember the pictures, because there's pictures up on Winners Coming, and I'm like, hey, I know these people, but it's, like, prior (laughs) to my knowledge of those people, so it's, like, really weird when you go back. It's, like... Yeah. I pretended to know everybody. I was chatting up this guy at the bar, because I got there so early, and there was nobody there, and then I saw Lauren and Megan with their... I guess you guys are wearing t-shirts, or Fran was wearing her Targaryen t-shirt. I'm like, oh, there are my friends, bye. And I just like walked up to you guys and I was like, hi guys, like who's your favorite character or something? And you guys said like, when do you, I think Megan went and said John. I'm like, okay, good company. <laughs> yeah, that's when Jess and I bonded and found each other. 
that was a fun night because <laughs> Phil got to bring all like you know because you know it was like at the very beginning so there was only like a few like pieces of swag that HBO had sent out like the scents like yeah like, we got those uh the, the Stark Shield keychains yes. Yeah, so that was Remember fun. how excited we were over, like, the scent box? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we were all the early it. days. And we got to see the always support the bottom, like, in yes. the flesh, where oh, I yeah. saw nothing. P.S. Yeah. I saw nothing. <laughs> Confession, I had no idea what that was, because I hadn't really understood the threat, like, the whole... I hadn't read through the whole thing where they I figured that out. What it meant. And so he's showing it to us and I was like, I don't know what this means. So okay, so basically they got this like piece of like, No, I know what it means now. Well I'm telling But for I'm, the podcast people who yes. have no idea what this means. <laughs> On Winter is Coming there was there's this there's a saying, always support the bottom. And apparently it came from Phil receiving, you know, this, this, was it the scent box or was it the other thing with the, I think it was the scent box. Uh, yeah. I remember asking. Okay. The first one, so so it was, was yeah. So it was like the scent box and there was like a letter in it and he examined it like a crazy person. Cause that's what we do. <laughs> and he, he found this like weird watermark on it that he believed it said always support the bottom. But I think in the end it was decided that it had come from it just like laying on like a box and it, something had transferred <laughs> from, like, the cardboard box to the thing. Yeah. He was convinced that it was, like, a secret message from HBO and then, like, put it on the site and then it became a thing. It, a thing. He thought it was, like, about Flea Bottom or something <laughs> <laughs> for a while. Yeah, that's pretty I funny. think. Oh, God. So, anyway, so we met Katie later on. Yes, we did. Actually, I remember meeting Jenny, and you guys had to have been there because I went to a Professor Tom's viewing, and I was sitting in front of you guys with some other people, and uh, including actually uh, Drunk Stark Lips, because that was the first time I went to uh, Beck's. That was the first time I went. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I remember turning around and looking at Jenny's one of her T-shirts that she designs, and I'm like, "That is a freaking amazing shirt. Where can I get it?" And then we didn't talk at all until. (laughs) Um, was it trivia? I don't remember no, that no, at it all. Was, it was no, it was fabulous. yeah, it was at it was at the mini moot that. Well, no, we we had trivia first. We had trivia first. We, we did a yeah. trivia first. We we ran into you guys. Well, you guys came up to us after we <laughs> won. <And laughs> whatever, uh, and, you know, it's fine. it was like one, one point by one point, and um, we were all kind of like, "Who are these girls? What is this?" And then well, because we were like, again. we were like, "Let's go intimidate those people who think that they beat us at trivia." <laughs> we had just been like harassed by the guys next to us for the whole night so then to have you guys come up to us and we're like but but we're all in this together you guys <laughs> we were like who are you <laughs> what are your names <laughs> why do you know that these things a, that was a little cray and then but then at, uh when uh actually fabulous from winter is coming came into new york uh we all kind of had a mini mood because we'd all been talking on twitter aka kenny aka, AKA tobias K- Right. He outed himself as Kenny though on his channel, he so did. I'm fine. Okay, with I didn't want to. Did. I didn't want to call him Kenny until like. <laughs> yeah. He hey, who? No, I called him Tobias for like a year and a half, and then Me finally too. he was like, "Yeah, my name is actually Kenny," and I was like, "You fucking asshole! I have met you so many times and calling you Tobias. Hey, Tobias. Hey, this. Say that." And it's. Whatever. No, how about this one? His wife told me his name was Kenny. Yeah, I was calling him <laughs> Tobias at the moot, and she looked at me. She goes, "No, sweet." Yeah, that's not his name. <laughs> he, he sweet his wife. Yeah, she's cool, but he. I think he just gets off on like people being like, "What's your name?" Ax Chucker, Axie Fabulous. What's? I mean, nobody knows. Fire and Fabio. Fabio. Yeah, <laughs> Fabio. 
Um, He's yeah, got as but, many names as Daenerys does. <laughs> That's true. I think he likes it that way. I think he but does. Yes, everybody watch his YouTube channel, by the way. He, he's got his own show now. So. Yay. I put it on the blog. <clears throat> but I actually went up to, <laughs> I went up to Jess because she was talking about Jon Snow. And I'm like, you know who you would really like? There's this blog on Tumblr, Sword in the Darkness. You would really like her. <laughs> and, <laughs> and she kind of turns red in the face. I'm like, what? She goes, that's me. <laughs> so embarrassing. That's how, I do remember meeting you because when you said that you were Sword in the Darkness, I was like, hey, I've heard of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh i do remember that conversation yeah it's really it's embarrassing tumblr it famous that night. you're tumblr famous okay so our rating system our completely arbitrary rating system based on fray pies um this gets more ridiculous every time i explain it uh, <laughs> <laughs> so we have our our three phrase that were baked into the pies Rhaegar, S- jared and simon and we arbitrarily decided that Rhaegar was the best, and Jared next, and Simon the worst. That is our rating system. That is our rating system. And now for the ratings. Jess, start us off. I was going to give it a Rhaegar, but that scene, that whole, uh, the whole Iron, you know, Islands, you know, Bolton storyline, I had to downgrade it to a Jared. It's probably the worst scene since the scene that shall not be named this entire season like the whole everything about it was just off and it sucked and so but other than that the episode was wonderful and i really enjoyed it but that scene is why it's not a Rhaegar and it's a jared megan i think i'm gonna go with a jared i thought the iron the, uh, the yara i was gonna call her asha for a minute there was really just sloppy. Like, I'm not even opposed to the concept of how they did that, but just that whole scene was just seemed sloppy and just not well done. It was just, ugh, that was just a bad. And while I didn't think the rest of the episode was bad, like, I actually thought things were really well done, I just didn't really care about a lot that was going on. Um, so that's why it's just a Jared. Katie? Um, I'm getting pretty predictable on this, but I'm giving it a Jared. Um, I liked a lot of the scenes in there. Um, I didn't hate the Greyjoy scene as much as <laughs> you guys did. I just don't, it, it didn't accomplish much for me. So eh, it's a Jared. I mean, the Lannister trial scene was tremendous. So that kind of knocks it up for me. Lauren. I'm giving the trial portion a Rhaegar. I'm ignoring the Yara section because I don't even want to pretend that's anywhere near what Asha is. Um, and I think the rest of it was kind of a Jared for me. Jenny. Okay, so I'm going to cheat and give the second half of the episode of Rhaegar and the rest of it a Jared. Yeah, I, I, I want to give uh, a particular part of the episode uh, a strong Belwas pie. And I'll a give pie of brown. a pie of brown and I will give the rest of it a Jared. I think it's solid and fair, um, considering that they completely fucked up my favorite character. And I thought you didn't have favorite characters. 
Well, I was, like, ready, man. She's, like, going up the wall. She's axing people in the face. We had this, like, little montage of her gathering her. I was like, I don't know why this is happening now. It can't possibly happen now. So maybe it'll be a figment of his imagination. But no, it was just bullshit. And I agree with Megan that it was really sloppily done because it had, like, all this buildup. And then it was like, and then they, like, went back to their little rowboat and ran away. Well, we'll get to that in a second. Oh, I had to let it out a little. <clears throat> I know. <laughs> so anyway, uh, at the beginning of the episode, we get to go to Bravos. So uh, we finally got that added to our opening credits. And I think that that means that Jess wants to talk about Stannis. Can we talk about the terrible <laughs> CGI on the sails? Oh, my God. <laughs> the the really? opening shot of it. It was, it was, no, it was really, it was terrible. But other than that, like the actual shot of Bravos looked gorgeous. All right. Once they panned out and they had like the wide shot of it, it looked really, it looked really great. I loved that scene. I know it's not in the books, but I, I loved it, and I felt like it was definitely in line with Stannis being his stubborn self, you know, talking about his rights, his rights, and his rights, and Davos kind of being like the mediator right, in all of these situations. And nobody loves Stannis the way Davos loves Stannis, and I think that was a deciding factor as to why Nestaris gave him the loan. No, and I think that Liam Cunningham did a great job there. It was really, really well executed. Yeah, I mean, his argument <laughs> was, was fairly logical. You know, he, he basically said, you know, we, we want you to invest now because people don't live forever. <laughs> although, they know. although, I'm wondering if the collateral was, you give us this loan and we'll give you the Lannister gold mines, which they do not know are empty. <laughs> <laughs> I like how they left it open and it you know they didn't actually go into the discussions that they had. So we don't know what the actual deal was between the Iron Bank and Davos, not Davos, Stannis. Yeah, Davos. It basically was Davos. It basically was Davos. Oh my god, Davos with a talk to the hand. <laughs> <laughs> That's really the first time we've seen that. It's There's the a sales time. CGI. I thought we saw it before. <laughs> yeah, we've we seen saw it, it when he was uh, on the rocks and Did holding we? it up to the sun. That's how uh, we not very clearly. Him. No. A little blurry. This was like straight up, I do not have fingers, you well, guys. Well, they were a little <laughs> CGI shiny, but yeah, it was, a, it was a valiant effort. Got him stuck in a coffee machine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh, can we talk about Sala? <laughs> like, let's just... You watch. don't want to talk about the hats? <laughs> there were no hats! <laughs> Fucking no hats at all. And but yes, Sala. I just... I mean, yeah. we didn't have any naked people last episode, so we had to have two naked people in this one to, like, make up for it. It's so Four obnoxious. naked people. Yeah, four, it was yeah. four. Wait, four? Actually, five. There's five. So there was Salador San, the two chicks, and then in the scene that nobody liked, uh, there was the random chick who was dominating what's his Okay, we're, we're not there yet. We're not there okay, yet. Okay. No, but there wait, were wait, two wait, other wait, people in that bath. total. You're yeah. referring to them as people. It's more like scenery, like the drapes in the back. I mean, they had Let's lines. be real about they this. They had lines. You know, I... You know, well, okay. They had lines. And also, I was like... So I just watched the episode, and I actually was, like, watching that scene. And the one red-headed one, I was like, oh, she's actually not a bad actress. Like, I'm watching her, and she's reacting to the scene going on, and she actually, she's actually acting. 
So I, I don't feel comfortable saying she's dressing because she's oh, actually no. Vagina. But poor girl had to take off her clothes to get this role. That's, well, well, yeah, but that's was, that's Hollywood. Was getting wet. <laughs> it? I was like, God, how do they dry those wigs? This is all that's going through my head when she was. Oh, talking. I can tell you how they dry the wigs. They throw them out a window and they let people walk on them. And then when it's done getting turned into a piece of shit, they go they down on Cersei's head. Yeah, they go put it on Cersei's head. <laughs> we'll get to her wig in a minute. Can we talk about why Sala was just like hanging out in Bravos? Why wouldn't he hang out in a Bravos uh, brothel? No, no, but why was he in Bravos? Did he like pirating? Because he didn't Ooh, come with them. Ha- no, 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 he had already left. That. Whose ship I were they on? For that. I think one of one of the remaining ships that Sanus had, like one of the thirty-four. Well, one 32. of his wives apparently lives there because uh, Davos had made the point of saying that he he gave the other money to his wife, so he must have actually yeah she must dro- live in with Bravos. Wife, so yeah. they had to have been nearby. Well, and that's then also in, in Davos' little story, he started telling Stannis before he realized that's not a good plan to talk about when he was a smuggler. He said that he was meeting uh, Sala in Bravos to move some stuff. So, yeah, I think that this Bravos is a base. True, it just felt very convenient. Not any more convenient than, than Littlefinger's teleporter or. True, <laughs> true. At least he had time to get to Bravos. Yeah. Can we talk about why the Unsullied think that Davos is hiring Sala to steal from the Iron Bank? Because I don't understand where they're getting this. But they think that a heist story is coming. And I'm like, I don't know what so, you're talking so, about. So what, what is, how, do they, how do they reconcile that huge amount of gold that was... Well, hold on, you guys. The, the Unsullied, for it, we're not actually referring to the warriors that Danny has. We're, actually, we're referring to the people who only watch the show yes. versus yes. people who've read the book. We're, yeah. we're, we're referring to Jenny's obsessive-compulsive... <laughs> need to check the unsullied message boards and then email the choice of fascinating all of us it's fascinating <laughs> you know, it's fun it's a fun part of my day <laughs> it, is a fun, it is a fun part of my day too so but no they think well now they think okay he got some gold but also they're gonna steal from the iron Bank. i'm like i don't understand like just because he's a pirate doesn't mean they're gonna steal. it's also hilarious know. that they think that stannis would steal Exactly. Right. Well, yeah, they they think that Davos is just gonna do it with Sala and then be like, "Oh, sorry, Stannis, I just have this extra gold," and he's just going to accept that. I don't know what they're thinking. Cut off, off his other hand. Fingers. I was gonna say, like, does he doesn't want another hand? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But so about him getting the gold, does that like screw up the storyline later on when? Because the whole reason, part of the reason he leaves him at the sisters is because he's not getting paid. So if he's already getting paid, is it just that the storm wipes out a bunch of his ships and he's like, screw this, it's not worth it, and then leaves him there? I think that, and I think that also that Stannis is going to take that gold and, like, buy some, you know, put it in other places, maybe. I don't know. True. It's just like, in the book, it's like the whole irony of, like... The moment Sala says, see ya, and goes to go back to pirating, Stannis makes the actual deal in the books with the Iron Bank and could have actually paid him. Yeah, I don't so know. Maybe, lost, maybe he... But. Uh, it's, it's really hard for me to sometimes figure out, like, sometimes the, the way that they condense the story makes sense, and then sometimes it seems needlessly complicated. Yeah. This well, because is- maybe they, they may know things we don't, so it's like they may know a few steps ahead of what we know at this point. Right, but they also have not shown any particular uh, uh, need for themselves to follow a logical 
<laughs> that was a very nice way of putting it. And we can segue that into... Wait, wait, before we move on, how is Nisteris going to get to the wall now? Because the whole point of him going there, right, is to meet Stannis. Exactly. So Stannis has already met him, so how is he going to meet He's up He's not going to make his first payment. Dude's going to get on a boat and go to Westeros and be like, hey, you owe me money. Yeah, you know what? Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I think as soon as Tywin dies, he's going to show up and say, where's my shit? You promised me all this stuff after Tywin was dead. That's you actually guys, a, probably a more, like, that's the most logical thing that could happen. He really just wants to meet Jon Snow. I mean, he's heard <laughs> all about him. <laughs> Who Everyone wants so. to meet Jon Snow. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I just want to see everybody at the wall and Mark Gatiss in one scene. I want to see Gatiss and Kit Harrington getting drunk together. Like, I want to see Gatiss the and book. This is the show, so they'll probably just send Jon Snow to, to Bravos. <laughs> and then Arya will kill him. If only because they're not going to fly Mark Gatiss to Iceland for like a day's worth of shooting. Well, they don't the shoot Iceland in Iceland. The they don't. The walls in Belfast. Oh, okay. No, no. Well, and of course, because it's so green. <laughs> and Gatiss does not have to shoot Sherlock for like two years. So he has some time. Uh, well, I'm just, yeah, I don't know. I'm just thinking about things like that. So anyway, yeah. stuff that doesn't make sense. Now we can talk about Ramsey. Uh, do we have to? <sighs> yes. We can talk can, about Can Asha. I just start by saying, would, is it mean to say I want a, a female character to just die? Um, It's upsetting because it's like, we don't want just... It, we. It, it's stupid to be like, oh, well, we put a female on screen, so shut up, girls. Like, you know, it's like, well, no, you made her an object. She's n- never wearing any clothes. Except for when she's killing another woman brutally for being her competition. For being her competition. And the attention of this guy. Right. Well, and received competition, not even. Right. And I guess they're just trying to drive it home that he's a sick fucker because he's into asphyxiation during sex. Like... No, well, it makes her look worse than him. Like at this point, it looks like she's a sick fuck, and he's just going along with it because he's having fun. Like it doesn't add to his grotesqueness at all, but it makes her look like crap. What is the point? I, of this? Can I, I ask a question? Mm-hmm. Sure. Whose blood was on him? Because okay, he yes, was not cut. Did he kill her I, already? No, like, no, I don't I, know. I, was I that from sex? Him up. Yeah, I because yeah. no, that I, when he when he came out, I looked at Joey and I was like, "Are those supposed to be sex scratches?" But no, he wasn't cut. It was just blood. They were battling their no, no, like, way into there, and that was just the blood splatter because he's wearing he had, didn't have a shirt. Yeah, but it was like. Because I just watched it again right before we recorded, and at first I thought it was the battle stuff, and then I looked at it again. I was like, "Those are sex scratches, really?" Yeah. No, because if you like, look at if you look at Asha, she's got the same splashes on her face. No, I mean he he has it like all over. She's his got chest. that one dude wearing a skull shirt. blood on her face because she yeah. axed him in the face. But then Ramsay comes in as like some fucking cartoon villain with no shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> with his strong bellus cuts and he's like oh, oh let's let's have some fun and i was just like kill him just ax him in the face and let's be done with it let's just be done with it <laughs> son of a bitch it's turning into a lovely just, day sh- they didn't just like put arrows through the fucking dogs why would you run from a dog if you have an axe in your hand okay and shield and, and a armor. shield and armor and f- and like 10 men she didn't have 10 men anymore she had like three and then there were a considerable number of dogs, and she was super discouraged because Theon was just not going. Like, I'm not saying it's a great thing, but I do get where they were going here. It just, it, you know it was what a you waste do? of Basha. You're, he, was, he was safe. He was in a cage. 
take out Ramsey, take out his two pathetic guards. Ramsey's not even wearing any armor. And then you knock your brother out and you take him to Pike. Right? Yeah. I it mean, doesn't yes. make any sense. They're like, oh, we're just going to have her roll up and be a huge badass coward and run away and then just declare Theon dead. And it's not her. Asha would never give up on her brother like that. Not that easily. No, no, but th- this is not Asha. No Ironborn lets somebody take anything from them. It doesn't matter if he took a piece of, like, you know, if he, like, went into her house and took her shit, okay? She's going to come in and take it back. Right, and the whole speech with, like, if you take a Greyjoy with impunity, then, like, you know, we have no power. And then all of a sudden, oh, my brother's dead because they were dogs. Because they were dogs. It wasn't great. Right, I mean, I get kind of the sequence of events and why she would have done it, and I'm not totally unhappy with it. I just think that it was kind of a waste of the character. Right, and it also doesn't make sense that... A Ramsey would even let her get away if if that if this was working right like he's killed all her men and he's gonna let her run he wouldn't she wouldn't get away and B where the fuck are they that's my question that was my thing <laughs> I was like are they supposed to be in the dread fort because Roos would not allow them no absolutely he's not, not in Mokalen so <laughs> where are they they're in they're in uh, Greywater Watch naturally oh uh, yeah sure okay. <laughs> Sure. I mean, I wasn't really, I'm not opposed to the concept of what they're trying to go for, and I think it was more about Theon yeah, than it was about Austin. Definitely. Yeah, because I it's agree. Theon's story that I think is more important in the long run, but the execution wrong, but was okay. just really bad. <laughs> and I feel bad because I love Alec as a director, and I like Brian, so part of me is like, what the F just happened there? Because they're both talented people. Well, no, I'm hoping that was execution. not a Brian written scene. Like, I have a, this is one of those scenes where you actually like would ask Brian on Twitter, and he'd be like, "I didn't write that." Well, I think that that scene suffered from editing. Like, there must have been another scene shot where she's running or where she tries to fight but fails or something. But exactly, because it was just, yeah, it was just too Benny Hill at the end. Yeah, it was just like oh no, we're here. Oh no, 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 no. Everything. It's like <laughs> I they was expect. Yeah, I was expecting the woman with the watermelon to come running out behind her. I My just, cabbages. Was... Yeah, I mean, it's just <laughs> like I, it was so weird and out of place, and it was after all that weird. Like I don't understand. Like if we were supposed to believe that Theon was gone. They should have just left it at the bath scene. And he was brilliant in that. I, 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 Alfie was really, really good. I mean, it, I, I was really impressed with I him. I was in this super terrified scene. that they were going to show us. Yeah, I, me you know, too. Me <laughs> I was too. Like, I was like, don't. oh no. Please don't. Please don't. Apparently, all of Twitter felt the same way because the <laughs> entire was like, please, no full frontal. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so this this series has, like, completely fucked me up. Because after reading about so many eunuchs, I'm sitting here going, but, like, how do they pee? Team Stump, like, right? You're in happen? it. You're in there. I, I'm in it. But Welcome. then I'm like, I actually looked it up. I Googled it. And I was like, how does this happen? How does one pee? How are all these men, like, surviving? What is this? And now I know something I never wanted to know. <laughs> There's a mental picture. I don't need to well, have. Well, yeah, because. Please don't share. Because the, no, the Unsullied, like, the real Unsullied and Theon are both like total eunuchs yes. whereas Varys just doesn't have his balls no i think isn't Varys a total is he a total like i think so oh i thought it was just cut. i thought it was just his balls those are things these are searches that i kind of don't want to do on the internet yeah <laughs> so these someone tell us that, like, someone tell yeah. us of the situation with all those eunuchs <laughs> just 
you know. Write to us on Tumblr yeah. and explain it to us, please, because I'm already on like several. Please, or just use the point. Team Stump <laughs> tag. I, I'll find yeah. it that way. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Speaking of uh, the unsullied, I guess we can go to uh, Marine, where they did not appear. <sighs> where? Yeah, but they're there. I know. I will say this is probably the most sophisticated scene that Danny, like of ruling that Danny has had to kind of get through. You think that 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 was sophisticated? No, I think it was more like Danny is now having her shit thrown back in her face. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I, I enjoy that. Not as much fun as she thought. Not as much fun as she thought. And also, I mean, this is exactly what I think, wasn't it? Um, Barrison was saying to her, you know, or I don't know if this happened yet, but like Ned was actually trying to fight for you and she goes i don't care whatever he's helped the usurper i'm gonna kill you know i'm gonna kill his family and now she's actually seeing somebody who she's confronted with it she killed this guy's father and this guy being a major character i don't believe any of look alike no well whether he's true or not whether it's true or not he she's actually seeing going face to face with somebody who she killed her loved one because she thought that he could lump everybody together into this, like, one group of people who did something shitty. And, oh, you know, you can't because everybody's individual. It's more complicated and you can't just go off and do shit like that. It was a crime. Uh, I mean, it's, it's a crime. If, she, she, if she's the ultimate ruler, then she gets to decide whether or not it's a, cri- it's a crime. Um, Bullshit. It's a crime. It is a, that is a crime. You cannot crucify all those people. And why is that okay for you to do it and not because she believes in eye for an eye. There are plenty of, of tenets of law and examples out in the world, fictional and non-fictional where acts like that are lawful. That an eye for an eye makes the whole world blind. That pisses me so, off to know. Yeah. No, I, I'm so not crazy. defending her. I'm just no, saying that when she says, you can't tell me that I broke a law they're my fucking laws she can make whatever law she wants the fact that she cow that she that she gives in to him i think hurts her politically in marine she embarrassed and warned her embarrassed and warned her because she's not playing the game he's coming in he's doing his sob story he's going to try he's asking for his first favor and then more favors and more Mm. favors and more favors and every fighting pits right and exactly and every single time he sets her up He's going to set her up as someone who's wrong. And she admitted her guilt by allowing him to do what he wanted. Right. If you're going to be, I am the law, then that means you're never Right. Law. She could have said, so no, they'll it. be taken down when I want them taken down or they will be, you know, whenever. And then like, you at can my have mercy. It. Right. And then right. you can have them. Well, and meanwhile, she did overkill, I'm sorry, with the guy who lost his goats. Three times as much? Three times. It's like, really? Well, does that, she that does that in cash? the book. that everybody just starts bringing her goat carcasses. <laughs> yeah. I, it was the dragons. Yeah. Give me money. Yeah. <laughs> it was the dragons. And she's spending and, money like she has it. She doesn't even know where her fucking money is coming from. No, and like all of her advisors are like, oh, that was really nice of you. Good job. It's like, no, you don't no. have that money. <laughs> She's borrowing from the Iron Bank. I Basically, probably at this point, right? I mean, I don't know who owns the money in Marine, but it, probably the Iron Bank. They own everything. Um, They're Wall Street. Well, I, I was waiting that whole time for his daughter to be like, oh, great. And since you're going to let me have my father's body, <laughs> I'd also like to reopen the fighting pits. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Maybe she has to, like, close them first, officially, oh, and then he'll be yeah, like, right? by the way, now I want this. Well, yeah, that might be the next favor. You think so? Yeah, they can't really get rid pits. of them. Yeah. Well, the fighting pits lead to the whole her flying away on a dragon. Yeah. They can't get rid of them. Right. And that's where she almost runs into Tyrion. Yes. And also... Yeah, they're totally going to keep them. Right. And I think that but, it's important because, like, at least as a reader, when you... You're, you really don't want her to open those fighting pits, right? You feel the same visceral reaction against them that she does. And yet you find yourself sort of, you know, the more and more it's brought up and the more and more it's explained, you're like, oh, well, maybe she should. It would, it would bring, you know, like economic prosperity. And then you're like, but wait, no, it's bad. So I think as a, as a viewer of the show, it would be good to get into that confused mindset. Right, where you have the entire culture saying, no, we want this. Right. And she's she's an outsider, as we are, saying, this is gross, right. you guys. Why do you want this? Right. <laughs> she's, impl- you know, she, but I, think it's, I think that it is super important, though, that they've already established that she is not even thinking about curbing the dragon's behavior. She's been warned by Jorah. You know, now she sees that they're sort of just out there. You know, she's been warned by the dragons themselves. Right, when they were attacking. And she's her. like, "Oh, whatever, it's fine. They're just gonna eat a goat. Like, I'll throw money at it, and it'll go away." Yeah, money. Big growing boy. <sighs> exactly. Um, anything else in? Essence? I was gonna say they mentioned the Temple of the Graces. Oh yeah. So I'm curious to see if we do actually get that whole side plot, whatever it's going on there. I think we um, will I, because I think eventually we're going to reach a point where there's not a lot going on. That's true. Except we gotta have random graces in various colors. Yeah, and how? Plotting things. Yeah, and how many times can we watch Hisdar cry about something? Well, two things. Did his did she then allow all of the bodies to come down, or just his father's? I don't know. Presumably, it would be everyone. Okay. Because everyone she put up there was a scion of a noble house, right? And uh, yeah, probably, and every yeah. or well, I mean, or, I mean, I'm, I mean, of the father, you know, like a father, somebody like that lead, and then all of so his dar and all of his cousins and brothers and fellow nobility people are going to go out and take all the. I mean, come on, it's probably what those other two hundred and twelve people were after. Pro- <laughs> well, I wouldn't be surprised, honestly, if it was like, hey, can you let mine down too? <laughs> My uncle really doesn't look so hot. It's an interesting I mean, at least- way of governing because it's almost like she thinks that as a, as sort of a, a, a warlord that she's an elected official and she wants to interact with everyone on a personal level. It's very naive. Yeah, it's super impractical and naive. And what are you doing? She needs cushions. <laughs> um, the other, I did love when. His star comes in and he's like, "Your beauty has not been exaggerated." She's like, "Yeah, yeah, thanks." But he does that in the books too. I think everything, yeah. every second sentence of his dialogue is just like, "Your luminousness, your beautiful tits," or you know, whatever he says to her. <laughs> and then it's like, "Who is this creepy dude?" But they made him hot for the show, so now I'm just yes, really did. confused. I'm, you know, he's he's getting tips on what to say from Dario because they have like the same. They're the same guy. Yeah, basically. <laughs> They're the same fucking guy. <laughs> Only one looks like Lenny Kravitz and one looks like Dario. Some hipster from Brooklyn. Yeah. <laughs> Where are the hipsters from Brooklyn that look like him? Point to in, me, please. In Brooklyn. 
in where, where, in where all of Brooklyn? Where, where? No, no, not, no, not, not my area of Brooklyn. Yeah, I don't really see any. Stay far away from my area. That's yes. not true. I they, visit you all the time, dude. They can't find my area of Brooklyn. <laughs> That's I live probably in a Chinese true. Chinese neighborhood. The hipsters are not living here. <laughs> Thank goodness. Well, now that we've given everyone the ability to stalk us, let's move on. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. To King's Landing, where uh, I guess our segue would be that we well we we get confirmation <laughs> that Jorah is no longer a spy. That's true. Which, Which Oberyn is very interested so, in. I was gonna say he's like he's listening to all this. Like, yeah, I know, I know, right? Isn't it awesome? <laughs> She's awesome. <laughs> I love how everybody stood but him. He still had his legs hanging over the chair. He's like, whatever, bitches. <laughs> I'm going to miss him so much. I know. Yeah. He's not leaving. <laughs> I hate to break it to you, Katie. <laughs> no, he's going to survive. It's going to be gurgly yeah. and spurry. Oh, no. Oh, God. <laughs> no. His poor face. His poor smashed in face. <laughs> he's like the most, one of the most interesting characters to be added to the show in a really long time. But and now he goes, Poof. he's the classic fantasy badass guy because they always show up and then they just get fucking killed because if they exist forever they turn into dark star (laughs) (laughs) and then you're like embarrassed by their existence i think you've killed any love i had for (laughs) i am the red viper i want to see what would he say to be like dark star i am i don't know i just turned him into smog in my head i am death I am. <laughs> you turned him into Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> oh my God! Can he play Dark Star? No, I'm telling you, Dark Star is James Franco. We have decided this already. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. That would actually be perfect. It's perfect. <laughs> it's the most oh genius God. bit of casting that I've ever, ever fan casted. My powers are great. That's why I don't do it. Oh, okay. Uh, so yes, the, the, everything with Varys was gold, by the way. I think that they're, they're breathing real heavy on him at this point. They're like, by the way, Varys has got his hands on all the pots and he might be up to something. Ha ha ha. Just in case you guys haven't figured it out. Ha ha ha. Gaze at the Iron Throne. It was like, I don't like the boys. I don't like the girls. I have hobbies. Ooh, pretty throne. I thought that it was interesting (laughs) that a, a show like Game of Thrones would acknowledge the existence of asexuality. Do you think that's what they did? Or do you, was that something that he was just kind of saying? I mean, he do could have I been mean, like, sidestepping the issue. I mean, I hope that they did. And I hope it was but saying, it, hey, I was asexual. It, but I feel like if they were going to go for something salacious, they would go for that, like, creepy, pedophilic, you know. Yeah, well, I mean, it, yeah. Because they do I'm that, that they yeah, they'd be like, it. oh, yeah, you know, I, I, I'm a eunuch, but I still like to diddle little boys, like. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I like mean, they think- the, the person he was having the conversation was is the bisexual, so we've like, <laughs> so he's covered both of them. Yeah, he's, well, it was like the pansexual and the asexual, and the pansexual's <laughs> like, I don't understand what's happening here. What do you yeah. mean you don't like anyone? <laughs> yeah. But he didn't really push it. He was just kind of like, oh, well, all right, you guess you're missing out. And then you just but left. we have good wine. We have better wine. We have good wine. <laughs> we have good wine. He's great. He's like, I accept everybody. I might be surprised for five seconds, but then I'm on board. Yeah. Come and party with me. <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, as long as you'll drink with me, it's fine. I don't care. Right. 
<laughs> I can't remember. Why didn't Varys want to work with the Martells? Was that ever discussed in the book? Uh, I, I don't think... Did he know that the Martells were doing Did that? he know about the plot? Yeah. Yeah. He might not have known about I mean, the even plot. if he didn't, it seems like an obvious person to go to. Unless... Well, I mean, it's obviously Fagon, so maybe he just assumed the Martells would know right away that it's Fagon. Well, I mean, would Connington have even done anything with the Martells? Because he was pretty jealous. This is a hole. You guys must examine this. <laughs> what? What? We have to examine this. This is interesting. Oh, oh, I was like... <laughs> Katie's like, I, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm trying really hard and I'm waiting for yeah. Jenny to explain it. Because he's not Aegon? <laughs> but does Harris know that? It. Well, it's yeah, his I think he's setup. Not. I think he knows that it's... If, the, if our Blackfire theory is true, then he would know that it was Illyrio's son. Yeah, I think that if it's not Aegon, that's I think that is basically the confirmation right there that this is not Aegon. Oh. Because if it was Aegon, then he would have gotten the Martells involved because they would know. See, I've been operating under the assumption that Varys truly thought that Fagon was real. Oh no, oh, no. I always no. thought no, 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 no. Well, then what I think is his motivation? He, Fagon thinks he's real, and I think John Con thinks he's real, which breaks my heart for John Con. Yeah, because yeah. it's a whole but Varys knows it's lot wrong. Yeah. He wants somebody that he has complete control over. And if it was actually Aegon, then eventually the Targaryens and all the other Yeah, I guess you're intervene. right. Because then that, I mean... What Targaryens? <laughs> well, I mean, he does know about Danny. I don't think he's adverse to having her around. As long as she understands that the one with the actual claim is his guy. True. But then and they he'll just probably marry them, marry them to each other anyway. So right, exactly. exactly. Yeah, I mean, yeah. she's occupying things that he doesn't need to deal with now at this point that's interesting i have to rethink my position so but at least you know what that could actually be the i don't think that's ever been discussed if that could be why we know that it's not the real Aegon because Varys did not align yeah with i mean it doesn't make any sense holy shit we just solved it you guys <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure other people also came up with it but we just did it in real time right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i haven't seen that anywhere have you guys I don't go I think on it's generally accepted. Yeah. No, but like not not like in my brain. Situation. I'm just yeah. yeah. Okay, it was accepted to me, so I don't know. <laughs> well, no, no, You're no. Everyone. But like, why the Martell thing, the alliance there? That's never been talked about. Well, I'm sure it has, but I don't know where. Find it. There's not a toenail that hasn't been talked about. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of toenails, true. we got a shout out for Lancel Lannister. <laughs> Yay! Woo! I may have screamed. <laughs> and even Jamie doesn't know his cousin's names. <laughs> He's not studying those family trees like Rachel. Um, how about hearing Jamie say Lancel's name? I was like, ooh. I know. Oh, no. I hope. Wait, how did I he want, say it? I want that line. Well, no, no it's just that, that, that he's, he's going to. Oh, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah he's going to be like, yeah, yeah. I know. Or so I had this horrifying thought back to my um, obsession with the Unsullied board. So they were talking about how how Bronn was supposedly saying that Shay got on the boat and how she ended up, you know, testifying. And they were like, what if Cersei got to Bronn? And then I had this horrifying, like, idea <gasps> that they were going to turn Bronn into a kettle block. Yeah. I was like, no! <laughs> but even uh, book fans were also guessing that it was Bronn that sold him. There's yeah, no kettle black! I mean, well, yeah, but I was like, Bronn being a kettle, I can't. I don't know. I don't know how to 
out of process. So that. who who oh. who is the who is the father of the kid that Cersei got rid of? Is it Lancel or is it Bronn? Wait, oh, what? No. Oh, you mean the implied, the impli- because she saw Right, her. the yeah. implied, oh. you can't ask me about why I'm going to the doctor hole, like, right. deal. I hope it wasn't Bronn, because that would really upset me. Why? Because Bronn, in the book, he names his, you know, wife's child after yeah, Tyrion. I thought that was mockery. That's mockery. That wasn't, no, I, not, like, you know, I love you. It was you. a bastard well, boy. That was mockery. Right. Yeah. Well, no, 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 no. <laughs> but, you know, it was mockery, but it was also kind of like, no, you know No, it's not his kid. It's no, Bronn is a sellsword. He whoever pays him the most money, that's who he's going to be loyal to. And he told Tyrion that, you know. I know. So I don't think there's any like. I mean, he likes Tyrion. I'm sure of that. But you know, I thought it was. A, I mean, obviously it was mockery, but I also thought it was a little bit of like, you know what? That was a time in my life, wasn't it? And like he was, he also knew it would really piss off the entire royal family. Well, so I don't think they, were, they they liked it. They thought it was funny. Did they? Yeah, Cersei, they thought it was amusing. They laughed about it. Well, because she wouldn't let him name him Tywin, so. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, you know, it's like, ha, 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 like a joking. Because it's, it's, it's lollies. Yeah. And it you know, was, this poor uh, mentally disabled woman, yeah. I mean, that, ugh, I hate everyone. That just, that whole statement just makes me want to punch things. Yeah, because Cersei is a bitch, and I don't understand why people like her. <laughs> or the Lannister family at times. hey, hey. hey. Sorry, I'm, certain I'm members of the family. Certain, Thank you. Just, so I, the, the main, the main Lannister. Situation I think. I think that. Kind of well, it, back to what I was alone. Back to what I was saying. I <laughs> think. Sorry. I think that the child will have been Lancel's. Yeah, I hope so. and not Bronze. But <laughs> I, really I kind of hope it's Bronze. It's even it'd better. Be hilarious. It'd be like soap opera territory. Passions. Let's check this out. We all wish that it was an incest baby, right? Well, yeah, I feel like that that's the only way her womb will quicken, right? Like, yeah. uh, gotta be that Lannister seed. Ew. Oh, Ew. Man. Read the I books, too. I feel dirty now. You read the books, too. There. It's happening. So, anyway, back to my theory about how Tywin is the harpy. <laughs> <laughs> Because he's writing letters. All those letters. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's writing, he asked Varys about if his little birds can get to Marine. He said, Mace, go get me a, a quill and paper. And of course, Mace gets up and runs and does whatever he says. And so he's okay, writing more letters. Okay, I know. Okay, boss. Well, okay. No, <laughs> Mace wasn't 100% into that task. <laughs> he was realizing just, as he was doing it, he's like, I'm the lowest ranked fucker here it's like everyone i'm tywin's bitch yeah i'm tywin's bitch <laughs> and also just like have fun getting your paper i love the beginning of that scene i don't know if you guys talked about it when uh Oberyn was like so am i a master of something laws ships and mace is like i am the master of ships it was already decided <laughs> <laughs> my favorite part pen, was at bro. the wedding when he was just waving to people that weren't looking at him <laughs> poor mace Mace is my spirit animal. I just he is not oh, no, his mother's son. That's all I can say. And and before we get to Peter, I do want to do a shout out to Marjorie for her awesome uh, face work in this episode. But Loris was a close second. Loris was good. His hair was looking better than usual, but. I, I don't know. Every single time it would pan to her, it was like she was just trying to figure out. They were like, she was just asking herself, how did they get all these people to lie like this? This is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
<laughs> this is what I want to be involved. I saw with. some people on Tumblr talking about how they felt like she was feeling guilty that other people were being like implicated in in something that she knew they were innocent for. But I'm not. I wasn't reading guilt. I was just reading sort of like astonishment. Like yeah, if this think, is a circus. Yeah. Yeah. She's looking at this family and she's going, "What the fuck? What? Yeah, she, what is really wrong with all of you?" Disgusted more than anything else. She didn't look like yeah. she was like. She was like, worried she about was it. Disgusted by the whole thing that was going on. So, if Marjorie was, knows what's going on, does Loris? Well, that was what I was trying to figure out. Like, was he just like noticing her expressions and realizing what was going on? And my other question about Loris is: so they had that like flirtation with him and Oberyn at the uh, the wedding. Is that going to go anywhere before terrible things happen? No, I think no. that was just them like okay. throwing that in there. <laughs> like everybody flirts at a wedding. It's fine. you never know. I just, I'm imagining, like, everybody, all this, like, key plot stuff happening, and then Loris is just, like, staring at, like, dust motes or, like, a <laughs> butterfly that's going by. He's just completely, like, I'm not here to, you know, I don't know. He's picking wildflower, wildflowers in a field somewhere, yeah. you know. I mean, Book Loris doesn't, I don't think Book Loris really knows. Yeah, I don't think he does on. either. Well, Book Loris is on the Kingsguard. Still yeah, it that. doesn't matter. I still don't think he actually knows any idea of the plot that's going on that his family's doing. No, I know. I just really want to. He's still got four episodes left. He's got to get out of that marriage yeah. somehow. He's going to join the King's Guard. Okay. That's okay. I'm just waiting for them to all of a sudden be like, just kidding, guys. We actually have another son. <laughs> his name is oh, Phyllis, and he has puppies. Yeah, wasn't there a Tyrell sitting there randomly? Yeah, next I don't to know Lord who that was. Was, there? was it Willis? There was yeah, there was guy. a guy. And he was young, too. He wasn't, like, an old man, either. I don't know who that was. Did he have, like, a thing on his leg? Extra. You couldn't see his uh, leg. I, I was, yeah, just torso up shot. <sighs> Maybe it was Garland. All right, so let's go to the Emmy reel. <laughs> the Emmy reel. <laughs> what, what did you guys think? I thought he did a good job. He did. I wonder how much of it was, like, a cathartic experience for Peter, because you know he probably has to deal with the same shit in his own life throughout, you know, you know, being a little person in our own society. And people do that to him even yeah. now. You know, the media, you know, there was this one interview one time on the Emmy red carpet where somebody asked him, do your coworkers treat you like a person? Like, literally, somebody had asked him that. And, he, his remember, and, his re yes, and his response was, kind of shady over here like in total like dinklage mode and then you guys read the esquire magazine yeah. article from this that year, was awful. where yeah little person his short legs his sh like every five seconds yes we understand he's a dwarf yeah. it's not something to make a big deal about so i feel like this is also probably like a cathartic like experience for him that's probably also why it worked well and not he's also a great actor but you know he's probably had to deal with that in his own life peter my only complaint of the scene was I felt that he was having to act through his accent. That's yes. true. Yeah, yes. very much and so. And his accent is not my favorite. No. Um, but at least it's consistent. It's consistent. Uh, some people. It's very consistent. <laughs> I guess because I just prefer his his normal voice so much more. It's like deeper. It's richer. Like when he does this weird accent, it's it just doesn't feel real. But... Other than that, it's, I thought he did a great job. It's when he's giving long speeches that you notice yeah. even more. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't notice it all that much. I didn't either. I mean, that's a good thing. Towards the I end really is when did. I noticed it. He just starts doing weird stuff with his T's and his, like, his, his, like, his oar noises. I don't know. It, it's, I think I'm. <laughs> he's trying I, hard he, at the end. Yeah. It felt, well, no. it just felt like I was just 
seeing everything through the accent. I noticed it the most, and then I couldn't look away from it when he said, I didn't do it. And then he turns to Cersei and he's like, I didn't do it, but I wish I had. That moment there where he kind of like half smiles, grimaces, and then like rips into her. I'm like, and there's the accent. And I hate that because it's like where he really starts kicking in and kicking ass. So it was kind of unfortunate. But it was still very good. Yeah. It was was a really good scene. My heart broke for him when, when he was trying to reach out to Shay and, and Yeah. I don't know why he wasn't more honest with her. Communication he is got not desperate. his strength. Have you not met <laughs> yeah. Tyrion Lannister? I mean both of them and she was also stubborn in the situation. I just felt like, you know, they could have worked it out in some way. At least show versions of the characters. Don't worry, they're gonna well, have a little therapy session. It's gonna go really well. Yeah. Well, I mean, oh. I'm not looking forward to that. No. Rachel, I hate to break it to you, but it's not going to go well. <laughs> I couldn't believe, though, that Shoshe, like, sold out Sansa. And it was interesting that um, Sibel did that interview where she was like, I really hated that, too. But just to see, she said she would kill for Sansa, and then she just, like, sold her. Okay. And that's how a Tumblr was ranting about that. I don't know why. She's a lowborn person in a situation where she's, like, you know, probably being manipulated by all these high lords to say whatever they want yeah. her to say. So she's, yeah. it's self-preservation on her part. Well, I, mean, I, didn't, I don't understand why all the Sansa fans are freaking the hell out. And I'm like, she doesn't mean half the things she's saying. Yeah, well, I mean, someone said... Or, or somebody else's. And whose life yeah. is she going to try to preserve? This is, you know... Sansa's I, yeah. gone. Uh, yeah, and, and, and all her life was about her preservation. Why would this be any other kind of different situation? Right. I saw well, someone say be- that she would kill for her but not die for her. Right. Well, the thing is, it's not that you guys are wrong on that, but it is kind of heartbreaking. Yeah, I mean, the whole situation's sad. heartbreaking. What she's saying about Sansa, what she's saying about Tyrion, but I don't think she means anything she's saying. Personally, I think, she's, entirely. I think she's throwing Sansa under the bus because A, Sansa is supposedly gone and safe and untouchable wherever she is. They just know she's not, she hasn't been caught and she's not in King's Landing. And two, she's trying to put it on Sansa so that to save Tyrion. I can see that. I don't know about no. that. I don't, I don't know, know about that. that. You don't think so? I think she, I think she's trying to save her own skin, but also because she's being manipulated by these high lords who probably threatened her own life. Oh yeah, God knows what they did to her. You know what I mean? We don't know the situation. But if she if she if the only power she has in that situation is to try to skew it towards Sansa rather than just in bear, you know, be up there to create a mockery of Tyrion. Then well, no, she didn't skew it towards Sansa though. She she said Tyrion did it because he wanted to screw Sansa, and she wouldn't let him do that so he's like all right well i'll kill joffrey for you and then will you let me like get in there and that, yeah, that's, that's what, what she was saying which screws both of them i don't know i just i feel like that that is also so i mean that was what he was supposed to do that's what his father asked him to do i don't i, I don't know i think it was the unsullied board but they were like saying that since she really put emphasis on the fact that she was saying she like took his face in her hands or something and said you know I am yours and you are mine or whatever, that she was trying to send a message to him. Yeah. Because she didn't need to say that. She didn't need to say that in her testimony, but it was sort of a nod to him, like, okay, I did mean this. No, it was more of a 
fuck you. I'm going to take everything that we loved about our relationship and turn it into a farce. I don't think so. Everyone laughing. I don't. I don't think that line. She was really. She was really broken up. She didn't look like she. She was was scared uh, shitless up there. The only time. Definitely her best performance. The only time she showed any sort of anger is when she turned around and she said. I'm a whore, remember? That was the only yeah. thing, the closest she showed yeah. any kind of anger. Other than I think that, she, she felt betrayed. I think she felt betrayed. She blamed him for putting her in the situation where Tywin could get a hold of her and force her to do, you know, to, to make that testimony in the first place. I think that she's just a hurt and broken and used person. I was going to say, I'm curious to see how they're going to play the whole scene with her in Tywin's bed. It's going to be like instant regret. Please don't hurt me. I've always loved you. And he's just going to, you know. Well, this show is going to make it all seem like it is all her fault, I'm sure. Because they can't have Tyrion like that at all. Well, they turned Jamie into a rapist. I don't think that they have many qualms. Yeah, but they've forgotten about that entirely. Because he was being all great in this episode. I don't know that they have. Because you still have him and Cersei just like not. No, but I mean in other ways they've made Tyrion... I mean, Tyrion's a great character, but I mean, they've taken away a lot of his complex complexities, I think. True. So I'd actually be surprised if they played it the way the books Yes, do. but how else do we get spiral into oblivion, I don't care what happens where to me, where do whores go, Tyrion, without that whole, like, oh, I fucking killed this woman I loved, and my family hates me, and I'm on the run. But he always had a bit of a darker side to him, too. He was never, like, this altruistic, like, I'm all about saving everybody kind of mentality like he does he enjoys like manipulating people he enjoys hurting people I agree they're going to hit the plot points I don't think they're I'd be shocked if they presented it in a way where it's actually sympathetic towards Shay (laughs) and I feel like other people are worried that they might also make it look like she's the wrong person here I'm worried about that well that yeah what are you guys looking forward to for the next episode the Starks (laughs) Return of the Starks or what else? Do you want to build a snow castle? Snow castle. <laughs> I, I want snow confirmation. Castle. I want confirmation whether or not Mance Raider has turned into a white walker. <laughs> <laughs> He's a Because we haven't seen him in a long time. I'm assuming, you know, maybe that was him with the baby. <laughs> <laughs> I am looking forward to the moon door. I need that. I, like, I just want to see Lysa oh. go. Honestly, I was really hoping yeah. that we would get to enjoy Lysa for a little bit longer. Because I me think she's, yeah, uh, she's particularly great at that part. She is. Uh, and it's an interesting character as well. Yeah, you know, she's just really deranged. It's awesome. But, you know, I think that that snow castle was a bit too perfect. That's true. Looked mechanical. Sansa can make a perfect snow castle, Rachel. <laughs> I just can't it wait for Robin like... to come and destroy it. <laughs> yeah. Super Robin. People on Tumblr were referring to her as the real Bran the Builder. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Well, she can rebuild the wall after uh, they knock it down. Brick by brick. What about Dario, you guys? Well, that too. Sexy times. Sexy times with Dario Nahari. Just let him do what he's good at, guys. I could care less about (laughs) Dario. (gasps) Well, you're wrong. Come on. I really could care less about Dario. You're just a wrong person. Let's let Danny be happy. Danny could be happy, but I could care less about Dario. (sighs) I can give a fuck if Danny's happy. I just am interested in Dario. All y'all are wrong. (laughs) <laughs> I'm just getting like 
that actor from like three different things right now, which is just weird because we've got Dario and I was watching Orphan Black and he's on that. And then I've been like rewatching natural episodes with him and I'm just like, <laughs> I don't know what's happening anymore. <laughs> and he was also. This is why May. the blue hair is important, exactly. guys. I know. You can he, make he distinctions the same between in the all characters. Of these <laughs> incarnations. Yeah, because I don't hate myself for being like, yeah, get it, girl. Like, when I read the books, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, oh, no, what's wrong? What's happening to me? Why? Why am I on this team? I'm like, what? Well, I kind of, it kind of, like, I want to kind of pat myself on the back. Like, it's okay, because I'm clearly reverting to Katie at 16 (laughs) when I am enjoying Dari. Or me yesterday. (laughs) Yesterday. Uh, yeah, so Sexy Times with Dario, um, Lysa Go Bye Bye. Make the bad lady fly. Make the bad lady fly. Oh, I hope, uh, Celise, let's see if she's, like, crazy the next episode. If like she's not Celise crazy in the other episodes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, in the know, preview, all, she's, like... All the mothers of Westeros are nuts, apparently. That's, like, the they're theme. They're, like, Disney. Oh. You're, no, because in Disney, everybody dies. No, if you, in Disney... Yeah, mom's dead. Dead. No, in Disney, in Disney if you're a woman over 30, you're evil. It is true. <laughs> not Mrs. Potts. She's a cup. She was she's a teapot. I know. A teapot. <laughs> yeah, not at the end of the movie. She's not. She yeah. Human again. So I don't understand how she had Chip because seriously, <laughs> that's why he was like, no, you guys. Chip is that's really why he young. was kind of like not all right. That's <laughs> 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 why he was chipped. She could have grayed early. <laughs> it was old me. man and Hodor. So he's he's Hodor. <laughs> She's old oh man. God, he's old. Oh <laughs> my God, she's chip, old man. Chip, he's chip, 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 yeah. chip. He just goes around. Odor. Okay. All right. Well, now that we've ruined uh, Beauty and the Beast for everyone forever, <laughs> I just want to close this out on our traditional toast to Jon Snow. To Jon Snow. Snow. And we will see you next week for episode seven, Mockingbird. Bye. 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 And so he broke that sacred oath that Lord of the Crossing. And now the pie crusts cover his skin, and they're so good to eat. Yes, now the pie crusts cover his skin. Revenge it tastes so sweet. never call her Yara. No, I can't. I don't even know how to say it. <laughs> I That's why I stumbled it. over the Yeah, name. it's hard. Yeah. Oh, my doorbell. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who that is. It's Kit. I was going to say, that would be Kit Harry. <laughs> I wish. Don't get my hopes up. Guys. Happy early birthday. <laughs> my birthday's in January. <laughs>